Welcome to the Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of therandyreport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. In this week's headlines, a former police officer will receive a large settlement after being denied a job because he was HIV positive. The Trump administration is close to removing important anti-discrimination protections for LGBTQ people from the Affordable Care Act. Ryan Murphy's new Netflix series, Hollywood, is a progressive, pro-LGBTQ reimagining of post-World War II Tinseltown. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. A former police officer in Louisiana will get a $90,000 settlement after he was denied a job as a sheriff's deputy when it was revealed that he was HIV positive. In 2012, Liam Pierce applied for a job with the Iberia Parish Sheriff's Office in New Iberia, Louisiana. According to Lambda Legal, the civil rights group that focuses on the LGBTQ community and people living with HIV AIDS, Pierce had worked as a paramedic, volunteer firefighter, and police officer, and had moved to Louisiana in 2005 to help after Hurricane Katrina. Shortly after his interview for the sheriff's deputy job, Pierce was told that he would be hired. However, following his medical exam, it was revealed that he was HIV positive, and the sheriff's office retracted the job offer. Lambda Legal filed the discrimination lawsuit on Pierce's behalf in 2017, and after a long battle, the legal advocacy group has finally reached a $90,000 settlement. Pierce said in a statement, I immediately knew that the sheriff's decision not to hire me was based on my HIV status, and though it was a long journey, it feels good to finally be vindicated. I hope that my case helps others avoid going through my experience and demonstrates to other employers that living with HIV has nothing to do with our ability to do any job, end quote. Scott Schotz, counsel and HIV project director at Lambda Legal, said, This settlement is a lesson to all employers across the country that HIV discrimination in the workplace is completely unlawful and has no place anywhere. Someone's HIV status is absolutely irrelevant to their ability to safely perform a job. From the Iberia Parish Sheriff's Office to the U.S. Air Force, and using it to deny employment or promotion is discrimination, pure and simple. Schultz added that the settlement should also serve as a wake-up call to states and cities across the country to remove, once and for all, outdated and stigmatizing HIV criminalization laws that perpetuate discrimination and ignore current medical science. In addition to the settlement, the sheriff's office will be required to update its hiring policy to explicitly state that discrimination on the basis of disability, including HIV status, is prohibited, and conduct training with all staff members on HIV. The Dayton Daily News reports a teacher at a Catholic high school in Ohio has been let go for being gay. The teacher, who has taught English for 23 years at Archbishop Alter High School, located in a suburb of Dayton, 
will finish out the current school year as distance learning continues, but his contract was not renewed for the 2020-2021 school year. A Change.org petition urging his reinstatement identified the teacher as Jim Zimmerman and shares that he was fired because he's married to another man. According to Alter Principal Lourdes Lambert, the school chose not to renew his contract after someone expressed concern to Archbishop Dennis Schnur, head of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Cincinnati, which oversees the school. She said she did not know who submitted the complaint, but made clear that it did not involve any incident between the teacher and students at the school. Lambert told the Daily News, quote, It's a very unfortunate circumstance for the teacher and the altar community. Some things are taken out of our hands as an archdiocese-owned school, end quote. The Catholic Church has long considered homosexuality a disorder and same-sex sexual relations a sin. Since the legalization of marriage equality across the United States in the past decade, leading up to the U.S. Supreme Court's 2015 ruling, several teachers and other employees at Catholic schools and some conservative Protestant ones have found themselves unemployed after it became known that they were married to a person of the same sex. Teachers in the Cincinnati Archdiocese are required to sign an annual teacher-minister contract in which they agree not to engage in or promote anything that is, quote, in contradiction to Catholic social doctrine or morals, including cohabitation outside marriage, sexual activity out of wedlock, and same-sex sexual activity. The Change.org petition notes many students at Alter consider Zimmerman their favorite teacher, and he is well-known even to those who have not taken his classes. As I record this, the petition exceeded its original goal of 5,000 signatures and has a new target of 7,500. Politico reported this week that the Department of Health and Human Services is close to finalizing a major change to a section of the Affordable Care Act by removing explicit protections for LGBTQ people in health care programs and activities by excluding protections from discrimination based on sex stereotyping and gender identity. Advocates fear it will allow hospitals and health workers to more easily discriminate against patients based on their gender or sexual orientation. The Obama administration had put in place non-discrimination protections after healthcare experts and advocates said LGBTQ people were often turned away or intimidated from seeking care. Additionally, specific protections were implemented for transgender patients. Section 1557 of the ACA bans discrimination, quote, on the basis of sex in health care, which the Obama administration interpreted as prohibiting discrimination against transgender people, since discriminating against someone because their gender identity doesn't align with their sex assigned at birth is effectively discriminating against them because of sex but a federal judge blocked those protections after religious groups filed a lawsuit saying people should be able to discriminate based on their deeply held religious beliefs. The new rule, if implemented, would be harmful even in good times, but as the world continues facing the coronavirus pandemic, which disproportionately affects marginalized communities like the LGBTQ community, the impact would be that much more cruel. 
We already know from multiple studies that discrimination against transgender people is widespread in healthcare. For instance, the Center for American Progress found that 29% of transgender adults said that a healthcare professional refused to see them because of their gender identity. Additionally, LGBTQ people are seven times more likely to say they've avoided going to the doctor out of fear of discrimination, a phenomenon that advocates warn could be deadly during the coronavirus pandemic. Politico points out that the new regulations might be short-lived, though, as court watchers are anxiously awaiting a ruling by the Supreme Court on whether the Civil Rights Act protects LGBTQ workers. A positive outcome for the queer community would force healthcare officials to scrap the new rule. Sometimes, folks, it's the small steps. LGBTQ activists in Tunisia report that courts in the Arab nation have recognized a same-sex marriage. The news comes as a surprise, as homosexuality is still a criminal offense in the country. Those found guilty of homosexual acts face possible prison sentences. The LGBTQ rights group Shams reports that federal courts have recognized a marriage between two men, one a Tunisian citizen and the other French. The pair married in France. Upon returning to Tunisia, courts added the name of the citizen's spouse to his birth certificate. Admittedly a small but important step in bringing marriage equality to the Arab world. Shams leader Munir Batur said in a Facebook post, quote, while homosexuality is still punished with prison in Tunisia, and several gay people are currently in Tunisian prisons, a gay marriage has just been included in the birth certificate of a Tunisian. It shows that Tunisia will not be able to resist the natural course of history in the world. It will also have consequences in terms of law. LGBTQ rights activist Peter Tatchell told the Jerusalem Post, quote, this recognition of a gay marriage is a milestone in the Arab world. In related news, Shams recently won a legal battle to receive official recognition as an activist group, despite efforts by the Muslim-majority government to criminalize and shut down the organization. That distinction makes it one of the very few, if the only, LGBTQ rights group to receive legal status in the Arab world. Like I said, folks... Sometimes it's the small steps. If you're looking for something new to watch this weekend, super producer-director Ryan Murphy's latest Netflix series, Hollywood, is a surprising, progressive, and yes, LGBTQ-positive reimagining of post-World War II-era Hollywood movie history. The eight-part series is being compared to Quentin Tarantino's ingenious and creative films Inglorious Bastards and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and how history can be rewritten on the silver screen. The limited series focuses on an aspiring group of performers, some fictional, some actually based on people like Rock Hudson, who journey to Hollywood in the aftermath of World War II in hopes of making their dreams come true. Included in the storytelling are a gay black screenwriter played by Jeremy Pope, who works as a callboy for famous Hollywood figures. A half-Filipino aspiring director, played by Emmy Award winner Darren Criss, and a would-be actor named Rock Hudson, played by Jake Picking. The group attempts to get a movie greenlit with the help from a studio boss's wife, played by two-time Tony Award winner Patti Lapone. Along the way, 
they encounter the same kinds of prejudices, homophobia, racism, sexism, that pervade the rest of America at the time. Additionally, the Big Bang Theory's Jim Parsons is the epitome of sleaze playing talent agent Harry Wilson, who helped Rock Hudson skyrocket to stardom. Hollywood begins streaming on Netflix Friday, May 1st. Here on The Randy Report, I make sure to bring a mix of the good and not-so-good LGBTQ news in the U.S. and around the world because I think it's important to stay informed. But I'm happy to report that for those people feeling overwhelmed, anxious, or restless during the COVID-19 pandemic, out-Broadway stage manager Sherry B. Tay has launched a new podcast, The Unsad Podcast, which features three or more positive stories every day. UNSAD stands for Uplifting News Sleep Aid Daily. Each episode averages 10 to 15 minutes, you've got to love that, and is designed to help the listener wind down before sleep. The uplifting content is read by Tay in a beautiful calming voice, may I say, which soothes the senses, and more importantly, it reminds the listener that there is still good in the world while easing the anxiety so many people are feeling. Tay, who up until the quarantine has been stage managing for the hit Broadway musical Town, told me, quote, It's been so helpful and therapeutic to have to find at least three good things that happen in the world each day. She says it reminds her that even though there's suffering and sadness in the world right now, there are always helpers out there. She added, quote, I couldn't find another sleep aid podcast that had good news. So I decided to take my Broadway skills and apply them to podcasting. I want to note that the stories do not revolve around the coronavirus threat. Examples include the news of a trans advocate who helped craft her alma mater's policies, a zonkey born in Kenya, and zetters, Zoom setters, across the world. She also invites listeners to submit their own written stories of good news from their lives to, here's the email address, it's pretty easy, unsadpodcast at gmail.com to be included in future episodes. If you're looking to relax and end your day with uplifting stories, check it out at its official website, another easy one, unsadpodcast.com, as well as on Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor, and most podcasting outlets. Bravo to Sherry Tay. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't mind sharing it with your friends. I like to think of The Randy Report as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. Thanks for listening, folks. Please remember, wash your hands a lot, practice social distancing, and take care of yourselves. See you next time.